Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Lightweights. Today we have Brett Robinson. You know him for his vacation rentals. Anywhere you want to rent a place from, go check him out. He does... Uh, vacations all along the Gulf Coast for 30 years. Families have been sharing the beach with visitors hailing from throughout the Southeast to Canada and all around the world. Did I tell you that or did you do your research? No, I did. This is <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I thought you were totally fucking with us. I was. Is, that's not Well, it's you. kind of, it's not actually me, but there is a guy, it, it's been a long running issue of like any notoriety on the internet because <laughs> there is a guy named Brett Robinson and he owns like, like literally every rental in Southeastern America. <laughs> so people confuse you and for like him. I used to live in Alabama. So it was like a nightmare. Like even just like, like my Instagram handles, even like brettrobinson.com. Like it's just, yeah. him. it's just, it's just vacation rentals. <laughs> I had my first issue with the other Joe Volpus. The other day, some guy comes up to me and goes, I loved your work on Red and Blue. I'm like, <laughs> what? He's like, I loved your work on Red and Blue. And he's like looking at me like I have three heads. Like, how come I'm not proud of this? And then he's like, you know, Gaga. And I'm like, oh, my uncle, who has the same name as me, worked on Lady Gaga's debut album years ago. And he oh, thought that was me. That's a strange connection to make. What about you? Any other early fetties? Yeah, so, so many, dude. I get confused all the time. Really? No. Oh. No, never. <laughs> I just have like the most basic name in the world, so it, it, it does happen. Dude, I'm going to be honest with you. I have no idea what you do. And like personally, I never do research on guests. So I leave that to him. So if you want to free flow some conversation here and let me know what you do. <laughs> I mean, I think you were on a show. I was on a show. Right. So I like to label myself as like... I don't think that I'm a reality TV star. I just think I'm a guy that did reality TV. And you were on Big Brother season yeah. season 20. Yep, season 20. Wait, what is Big Brother? Yeah, what is Big Brother? So highest <laughs> level, it's way more complex than this, but like simplest 30 second, you know, elevator pitch. 16 people from all walks of life move into a house together and compete over 100 days for half a million dollars. Okay. So the premise is every week there is a competition and whoever wins that is head of household. That's the only person that cannot be eliminated that week, cannot be evicted by no means. But with that comes responsibility. And your job is that you have to nominate two people for eviction. Okay. Only one gets evicted. So no matter what, you're pissing someone off. Right. (laughs) There's no way around it. You have to piss someone off. So it's all calculated risk of like, all right, do I go for a target and like we actually get him out or him or her, but, or is this target like, ends up staying and then they're coming for me and I'm screwed. So do right. I go after two weak people? So then every week someone gets evicted. And then when you get down to the final nine, wait, no final 11, sorry. Um, then they vote on the final two who wins. Did you have to evict anybody or like how far did you make it? Uh, so I made it 87 out of hundred days. Fuck. You were the I, villain in it too. I was in the house. Half of the house hated me and half the house loved me. Cause obviously you had to vote to keep me like, but nobody would you can't admit who you voted to keep because it's all anonymous. Because then obviously if you like admitted that you voted to keep me, then like maybe he's pissed at you for doing that. Or, right. You know right. what I mean? <laughs> right. Okay. So, so yeah. nobody wants to. So Damn, ever, so that's I, a serious conflict of interest. <laughs> so I pretended to just be the most hated guy in the house, and half the house kept being like, "How the 
fuck does this guy keep staying? Like everybody says they hate him. And, and but like I was like, isn't that funny? Everybody hates me, but I'm still fucking here, guys. Like 87 days. And like it happened like five times in a row. Did you like how they portrayed you in the show? Um at the end of the day, man, like it's it's tell like there's television in it. Like it's entertainment. You know, there's so many different characteristics of my personality and they just hone in on one. Right. And they're like, that's all you are. This like is the like guy Joe who all does. Joe is is the mukbang guy. There's right. nothing yeah. else to Joe. There's no more depth to him. That is all he is. There's nothing more to him. What'd they do for you? So like they just made me like the the frat boy douchebag. And don't get me wrong, like there are elements of that for sure. And like I have my moments, but like I'm not like that 24 hours a day. Like I'll sit and hang out with my family on Christmas. I'm not trying to shotgun beers and like spit in people's face and spit in chicks' mouths. Like, I mean, like it sounds like a great time, but <laughs> you know, like they just like take one thing and they run with it and then they build a storyline around it. So then they have to kind of stay with it because they've like built this storyline. Yeah. So if, you know, if there's depth or something outside of their storyline, like they might, you know, there's only so much they can show it. You know, they only, it's the, so it airs three times a week, but you got to realize like we're on television 24 hours a day. Like we are being recorded 24. There's no blind spots in the house. You're recording. That's the whole premise. Even in of the bathroom? Bar- everywhere. There's wow. not a blind spot in the house. That's fucking wild. Yeah. Oh yeah. So like if, even if you slip up, you fuck up, you say something weird in your sleep, like whatever <laughs> it is, like it's, it's all on camera. It's all there. Granted, like within reason, if it doesn't fit the storyline, they're not going to do it. But it's like it's hard to fit 20, 16 people, twenty four hours a day of footage, and cut into three hours. Would you like, do it again? Oh man, dude, that is like a really, really difficult question, because so for me, like ignorance is bliss. And when I walked in, like the way they pitch it to you first, I want to make this really clear. It's kind of fucked up. I'm twenty five years old, like kind of like fresh out of college, still like. All I want to do is like work out, hit on chicks and like just get gains, bro. And they pitch this as like, dude, we got a fridge full of food. There's a house full of babes and you just lay by the pool all day and hang out. We got your own gym. And I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, this is awesome. Hell yeah. And that is not what happens at all. Like the way that they edit it, it makes it look like you're just like walking in and out. You're hanging out. You lay out by the pool. It's here in LA. It's not what happens. You get that outdoor backyard area one day a week, sometimes two, and then they close the garage door and you are locked inside with no windows for five days at a time. What the fuck? No gym. And the gym's outside. So where do you, where do you compete? Like where are these competitions? That It's in the backyard. Because they cut it off to build these like, crazy competition sets. So we can't be out there while they're building it. Yeah, yeah. And then you go out for the, you know, depending on the competition, you know, some of them could be 30 minutes. Some of them could be like 12-hour competitions, depending on what it is. Wait, so so there's like morale built within the house while all this is happening in the backyard. Oh, right? yeah. I mean, dude, it, it gets – you get so close with people that like you never thought you'd get close with. It's it's insane. Like, And, and the whole premise of the show too, like you can't win the game on your own. Yeah. You have to make friends. You make alliances. There are people that work together. So it's kind of like I had like this secret alliance. Even though everyone kind of had an idea, they could never like – really put a finger on it. And that's why they kept being like, how does this guy keep staying? Like, where is this coming from? I like secretly was working with people that did quote unquote like me, but I just played kind of like the villain. And I was like, Hey, I'll be your scapegoat. Like I will be the one that they put on the block every week. I will mentally sit in the corner and look like the bad dog. I will take all the yelling and the screaming. You guys just sit back and chill. Like I will be, I'll be your scapegoat. So what ended up happening that you were evicted? Like what was their reasoning? I, 
I got stuck in a sticky situation where there was four people left in my alliance and we were down to final six. And I was like, two, two of the people were secretly dating. Okay. But, but like from the producers or from the show? No, I no, the two like two of the people in my alliance, like in the house, living in the house, were like secretly hooking up and like definitely dating, but wouldn't admit it because but they they, st- they started this like when the show started or yeah. like what? Oh yeah. Oh, within the show. Oh yeah, dude. There was oh, a there was a girl get pregnant on my season, had a miscarriage. There was a like what? this is all public knowledge. Yeah, people Wait, are, how, how long is this go on? It's like a hun- it's a hundred days. Dude. Oh right, right, a hundred so, yeah. days. Yeah. Holy, no, no, it's, it's, it's a little bit more than three months. So like it, it is, it is great. It's like, but you're also gone like seven days before. So like, I got kidnapped on like June 11th. Oh, they come and just grab you. Oh yeah. They, what? they explain, like, explain that process. You're, I'm gonna Dude. be here for the next week. Come so grab they, me. They pretty much they go. All right, like they'll call you and they'll be like, we love you. If you want to be on the show, you have to hypothetically be ready by this date, but you don't know if you're on or not. But be ready. Which I technically, I, I quit my job. Like, I fully was like, I was all in. There was still a chance that, like, they could have totally been like, no, you're like you're not in. So they're just like, be ready on this day. And then they come and get you. And you start, like, filming, like, a pre-intro. But you don't know you're on the show until during the intro when you find a key. And they like that's, like, your official, like, you're on the show. Okay. Did you get paid to be on the show? Wait, wait, so hold on a second. What, what ended up happening? Like with... Oh, yeah, like, yeah. The, yeah. The end of the show. Yeah. So what ended up happening was, so with Final Four in my alliance, and then there was two other people that we weren't working with. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, so like, they got to go. That's fine. I was like, but the four of us, I never really got to like get as tight with these guys all season because I played the scapegoat. Yeah. So like, I wasn't a lot... Like, while they were all bonding and hanging out and everyone knew they were working together, I didn't get the opportunity to build those relationships. Because I thought, like, I didn't think about that long term. I was like, oh, "Fuck, I just got to make it to next week." So, like, I was like, "I'll just just blame it on me, guys," and I'll have everyone scream at me. And like, I was dealing with fighting with the rest of the house. So at the end, I kind of turned and I was like, "Well, fuck, what's my what's my best shot here?" Right? I was like, "I know the play." I was like, "Tyler's 21, 22 at the time, young buck." I pitched and I was like, "Dude." We're young. I was like, imagine what we can do when we get out of this house. We'll, we'll team up together. There'll be so much tail thrown at us. We'll call ourselves the hitmen. Like, all right. And we will just like tear through America. And I, that was my pitch. I was like, dude, I'm just like, how do you appeal to like a 22 year old guy? You were basically telling that kid to pick you over his girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would. Well, so I was like, hey, dude, like, you don't know what her motive is. Like she could be playing you like a fiddle on national television. She doesn't actually like you at all and could walk out of here with a half a million dollars and you look like a fucking idiot in front of America. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So that's why I that's like, me. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that, that's how I feel. <laughs> right. Right. Fucking fucking Brett asked me that. I'd be like, no problem. <laughs> I got you, my guy. Yeah. When does the tour start? <laughs> That, that, that's exactly what I was. And then I was like, all right, how do I also I appeal? I was like, dude, we'll just go run around, tear up America. It'll be sick. I was like, I'm never going to cheat on you. So he, we'll be homies forever. So he picked you? No, no, he picked her. <laughs> no, no. I was out. They, they both like, then a double eviction happened. And then they both like stood up in the ceremony and like did this stupid little thing because he told her. So yeah, back to Joe's question. Question. Did you get paid? For being on the show, or was it only the winnings? I mean, like technically, yes, but it's so negligible that it's it's not like I made. You get you get a thousand a week before taxes, so I ended up getting like 
at 14,000, but it doesn't start until like the, till the live stream. So yeah, I ended up making like 14 K over a hundred in seven days, but it's definitely an experience. And I, I, I assume that that show got you other things, got you involved. In oh yeah, things. yeah. Yeah. I mean like at the end of the day, I, I wanted to pursue like a route on reality te television. Like I thought it was cool. Like I, like I knew I'd be good at it and I saw the opportunity for other things. And I saw the opportunity to help with social media and to help with other routes and other entertainment routes. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely, but it's up to you what you do after that. Like I know a ton of people that they do it and they think they're just like set forever and you're really not. Right, right. Totally. Huh? That's so fucking interesting. Reality TV is insane. And we did a show, Joe and I did, uh, together shark week and that was insane yeah like the way that they structure shit and like oh it's storytell and make up this these fucking myths about yeah it's just crazy it's brutal it's super like that that's what i'm saying like walking in i was like oh this will be easy and it's like it's grueling dude like a hundred days like it's really like it really like it fucked with me mentally like for a long, like you big brother's really kind of the exception though where you have no contact with the outside world and you are just being manipulated the entire time like a little puppet. Like whether it's like production doesn't produce the show, but like I think it'd be naive to say that they're not saying things to like push you in. A this episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. If you don't know, Rosetta Stone is the number one most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. That's right. You can now immerse yourself in the language you want to learn. So whether you're traveling abroad or you want to watch some foreign movies and TV shows, break down the communication barriers with Rosetta Stone. They've been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish, the list goes on and on. There's no English translation, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. Pick up the language naturally, first with the words, then phrases, then sentences. It's designed for long-term retention. Plus, there's the built-in true accent feature, which gives you feedback on your pronunciation, like having a personal trainer, but for your accent. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Lightweight's podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That is 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem now for 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Certain direction. Like, what did you miss from the outside world while they took your phones away and didn't let you? Like, what did I miss as an individual or what happened while I was gone? What happened while you were gone filming Big Brother? You had no phone for 100 days? No phone. 107, yeah. What the fuck? No communication with the outside world. Wait, how long ago is this? This is summer 20, 2018. Oh. <laughs> you missed the pandemic. <laughs> I wish, dude. <laughs> wait, wait, dude. That's insane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No that contact. That is so fucked. You it, didn't have your phone for 100 days? 100 days. I would If I came back with my, with my phone, without my phone for 100 days, I, my life would be over, like straight up. It would be oh, over. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it fucks with you too, like mentally, like because you're always playing a game like you're always playing a game. so like even when you're sitting in a room like 
I'm trying to like read like what you're thinking when you say something or when you're talking to that person or what that person's doing over there or what they're doing over there. So you're constantly, oh, and then like when you say something to me, like why is he saying, like what's his motive here? Who is he working with? Who is he talking to? What's his real angle? Like does he yeah. actually care? So it fucks with you because it like becomes like that's, and then the combination of that mentally being a little bit fucked up from the game to also just going from being like a very normal person to a public figure. And when you're first off the show, like it's hot, like it's like hot off the press, dude. Like I felt like I thought I was, I was Brad Pitt for one month. Like everyone wants to like talk to every you. fuck. I couldn't walk out of my house without 15 people trying to take a picture with me. Like it was, it was insane. Like it was actually insane. It was awesome. And I just like dove right into it, went straight to Vegas for the first weekend out and was just like fucked out of my mind. But then like when the dust settles, you're like, okay, this is like real. I don't know how to handle this. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I remember getting my first social media like brand deal and they I was like, these guys are going to pay me a thousand dollars to post a fucking photo. So I just like snap the photo and go to post it. And my agent's like, you have to get this approved. We have to sign fucking contracts. Like there's so much, there's so much more to this that you have to do. Also, I totally got fucked. I should have gotten paid way more for that deal. But <laughs> regardless, I like you have no clue what you're doing. And then you're also like people at, look at you like they do, like even your friends from home, where you're just like a normal person. It happens overnight. So like you just go from being normal and it's literally you walk out of the world and your entire world's different. Like it, it fucked me up for like literally like two years. Like it really took me like two years to get back to like like a homeostasis. Like in six months, you're like, oh, that was like, I wasn't okay. And then six months from there, you're like, I wasn't even okay like then. And then six months later, you're like, wow, this is kind of fucked up, dude. Like you guys really should have paid for therapy or something. Like this is like a really fucked up situation. Cause you wow. go like for me, which was a really, really weird thing is I used to like, if I was in a bar and a girl was making eye contact with me, I was like, okay, this girl thinks I'm hot. Like, like, right. Like, all right, she's into this. Then you'd get you're like, well, fuck, is she a fan? Or does this girl think I'm cute? Like does this girl know who I am or is there a motive here? Or, or, or if a guy looks at you, I'd be like, okay, this guy wants to fight. I'd be like, okay, fuck, is this guy a fan or does he want to fight? Then you're like, you're like, fuck, now I'm like 50 cent because I'm like, yo, if you're a fan, say you're a fan because I want to be out here clapping one of my fans. <laughs> like, it's weird, dude. It's really weird. It's like a really weird adjustment. You were in a frat? I was, yeah. You were the leader? I the leader. was one of the leaders, yeah. Yeah, what, what's that like? What, uh, what college? Uh, University of Alabama. Party oh, school? dude, that is the frattiest frat of yeah. all frats ever. What's probably, the deal with right? hazing? Did you haze? Are you allowed to talk about it? We have a strict no hazing policy. But In all of Alabama University? I, I think it's all of America. Oh. Um, yeah, it's like very against the law. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> but hypothetically, there are definitely... Yeah, I mean, gallons of milk? Do what? You had to drink gallon of milk? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. We used to have to do like fucked up shit dude like we would do my buddy knew this guy that would do these things uh, that's how every frat story starts it's yeah. never the person it's never the person's friend it's always the person's friends who knew someone yeah yeah like my buddies knew these pledges that like they, it's like so far removed that it's like okay let's hear it yeah, yeah. like we don't we don't know if it's true um yeah no i mean they, they you do things like uh you do milk chug challenges 
that was the worst because there'd be like 15, six, depending on your pledge class size, you know, 15, 16, up to like 30 guys Dude, just all standing around like one garbage, oh. one massive 50 gal garbage bin, just puking milk, trying to get the milk challenge down. <laughs> Have you ever done that? No, I want to. Oh, dude, it's no, brutal. It's brutal, yeah. Oh, uh, what did it just chug a gallon of milk? You have, I think in an hour, one oh, hour. Geez. I think you have one yeah. hour to, to chug a gallon of milk. Dude, try even a day. It's, did you do it? Oh, I've done it, yeah. Is it, what's the, what's the puke like? It's gross, it's painful. My one buddy's like, if you complete the milk challenge, like, I'll go out tonight. Uh, and I was just like on one. Like, I was like in a mood. <laughs> I was like, fuck it, I can do this. Yeah. No, bro, I was like, kind of buzzed up. So then when I didn't complete it, I wasn't just puking milk. Like, I was puking like whiskey and milk. Oh. So it was just like a brown milk. It was just, oh, it was t- I was on all fours on the front porch, puking <laughs> in the bushes. And like, as like pledges are coming down, like, Hey, brother Brett. <laughs> and, like, my buddies are, like, pissing their pants laughing. Like, well, I have to go to class now, and I'm not going out tonight because I didn't complete it. But fuck. Yeah. What else? What other dude. frat stories you got? Dude, there's it, it's all over the spectrum. It also depends on the school and the fraternity and the things that they do and whatever. There's all sorts of – I mean, like, some guys do, like, bows and toes, and what they'll do – it's, like, it's pretty much planks, but you do it on bottle caps or you do it, like uh, – Bows and toes, or you do like hot sauce jumping jacks. You get lathered up with hot sauce, like you're on your like body, a, like on your body, and you do jumping jacks and all sorts of workouts. So when your pores open up, it's just fucking. Oh. Oh, it's hot. It's hot. Oh I've, yeah. I've heard some like fucked up horror stories at frats. Like I've. Oh yeah. My buddy went to Mizzou, and he was telling me that. <laughs> One day they were getting hazed and they got locked in a fucking basement in a closet and they were they had to drink an entire fifth of yeah. vodka and they weren't allowed out until they finished it. But I'm like, dude, I would fucking die like straight up. Yeah. Oh, no, there's definitely uh, a lot like a lot of pledge classes will do like I mean, similar idea like you you get in a room with your pledge. It depends, too, because the school's like some like Alabama had pledge classes where it's like literally 50 dudes. You know what I mean? So then, like, they'd lock 50 guys in a, in a room. They'd be like, you have to finish this keg. Do you want all 50 people, though? No, typically you don't. I mean, that's a battle between alumni and, and the actual brothers. Like, from alumni standpoint, they do because they look at this as a fiscal responsibility, and they have to put X amount of heads and fill quota to put people in the house, and that's how they make money. But then, like, brothers are obviously like, well, you want as many cool people as possible, but you don't want to let the fucking losers in. So, like, if you're not cool, you don't want to let them in. But there is a point where if you don't have enough cool guys, you got to let a few fucking lo- few losers in because they have to pay for the house. They have these million-dollar mansions yeah. in Alabama. You know, they're literally like – but, dude, the new ones are, like, literally, like, $10 million mansions. Is it considered a business Yeah. first, in a sense? No, it, it depends who you're asking. Alumni, probably, but yeah. because they're the ones that sign the loan and get the mortgage and do all that. But if you ask like the active brothers, you know that it's it's a it's it's a battle between the two. Yeah, but the the brothers don't look at it that like when you're an active brother, you don't look at it like that. Have you ever fallen asleep in a truck and woken up in a different state? Did I tell you that story? Or are you fucking with me? What? <laughs> Did I tell you that story? I don't know. I just had it as a random question. Yes, the answer is yes. What? <laughs> Yeah. Shut up. Yo, do I do good research or what? <laughs> Where <laughs> what did you find that? <laughs> Where did you find that? <laughs> what happened? Um, oh my god. We were playing the season out I was, it was back when I was in college. I, I lived in Alabama at the time. Um we were playing Texas A and M as the season opener. Um I went out Thursday night, <clears throat> came home 
blacked out at like fucking two in the morning and we had a group of pledges drive us because it was like a 12 hour drive so to get there friday to be able to party friday night we, <laughs> we, we left at like two in the morning you sound like you had the ultimate college experience <laughs> ultimate yeah like, yeah. All, like to a t dude so we do that i and I don't smoke weed. Somebody gave me a pot brownie, and I just fucking put on. I, I ate a pot brownie. I put a um, sleeping bag on and laid in the back of this Tacoma. And I literally woke up driving through the fucking heat of the desert. <laughs> and the ass crack it on. It's like 110 degrees in August in Texas. And I'm in this fucking. I'm like. <gasps> Dude, and on top of it, I'm violently hungover. I'm so dehydrated. I need water so bad. And my neck is stuck like this because they had hit the brakes and I like like slept like this the whole fucking time. And I I had to beg them to let me in the vehicle. Yeah. But I slept I I was sleeping in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and I woke up in Dallas, Texas. Yeah. That's in the back of the bed. In the bed of a truck. Oh my god. Yeah. That's fucking Yeah. So do you did you play football at Alabama? No, but I like people to think that, that I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. When did you start working out? Um, like, yeah. Taking it seriously. Yeah, I mean, Because obviously, whoever can't see Brett on, uh, whoever doesn't know what Brett looks like, <laughs> he's fucking massive. So, <laughs> I, uh, <clears throat> I mean, I've, I've always worked out. Like, I've always been an athlete. Like, I always was playing, like, two or three sports. But I didn't get serious about working out until, so I... <laughs> Contrary to popular opinion, I you know I did a victory lap in college. I was in college for five years. I heard you went for six. I lived there for six. I went to school <laughs> for five. You're Van Wilder, yeah. man. <laughs> I was so smart that I got them to hire me to to stay. I was like, I'm a genius. I got the university to pay me to stay. So I was there for six years, but my pretty much like my fifth year, because once all my like homies left and graduated, I was like, wow, this is really fucking weird like you go to the bar and you're like wow i'm the only legal person at the bar right now this is a little weird and then this really like kind of like end of my fifth year so i was probably i was like 22 at the time so really like i got really serious in it when i was like 23 so like my first year work out of college where you're like i don't know what to do with like my spare time because i can't just go to the bar every night because i have to be up early and i have to go like i had to find a way to fill all this party time <laughs> that I used to have with like constructive, positive things. Yeah. And I just, yeah, that was about it. it was so probably, probably like 23. I'm 29 now. So yeah, probably yeah. like six years. So have you always had the size that you have or did no. you really gain that size when you started? Well, it, it, seriously? Uh, it all came from fucking diet. I mean, dude, yeah. my diet in college, it, like I was so oblivious to diet, like, I thought a pizza was a fucking healthy meal. I was like, oh, it's a hearty meal. I ate a whole fucking pizza last night. That's great. Yeah. Like, I lived on Natty Light and Domino's Pizza in college, dude. <laughs> like, that was literally my diet. So it doesn't matter how much you work out. If your yeah. diet's, like, that bad, you can only, I mean, like, I was a skinny kid, but, like, I mean, I wasn't, like, skinny, but, like, I wasn't, like, obese or I wasn't considered, like, fat. I just, I just, like, wasn't defined by any means. Right. So... It was, it was after college. I like, I got like really serious about like my, like I dove like all, it, it wasn't just working out. Like I dove into everything, every aspect of it. And definitely diet was like the biggest fucking aspect of it for sure. Going back to the show, uh, did you request to be on the show? Did they reach out to you? Did you just want to be on reality TV? How did that work out? So it's funny. This is, this is actually a really good story and a, a funny story. Um, I, in college, I had a girlfriend for, you know, four years all through college. The last stint that we were like together, I'll never forget like the final breakup that we had. And 
she was watching The Bachelor, and we were like in her living room watching, and she like wasn't paying attention. She was just like watching. I was like, yo, like I'm fucking talking to you. Like, I'm trying to talk to you about something serious right now. And she said some fucking sly-ass comment of being like, the gist of it was is she was more interested in watching the show. And I was like, I could get on this fucking show. <laughs> and she was like, you could never get on a show like this. I was like, really? <laughs> Bet. <laughs> Bet, motherfucker. You'll rue the fucking day you ever said that. So come full circle. <laughs> I get fucking jacked. <laughs> My first year out of college, I apply to be on The Bachelor. It goes so well that I make it all the way to the finals. Like, they flew me out. We started filming. We start fucking filming, Were dude. you in contact with her at this point? Oh, no. No, no, no. We, 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 no, no. We dude, start filming, and the producers love me so much, but I'm in, like, the top selection, and they're narrowing down the girls, and the girl that they picked that year, her only non-negotiable was that the guy had to be 26 and I was 25. Mm. And they were like, dude, like we loved you. Like come back next year. I did apply to that. Made it all the end. Three months later, I had like five fucking shows hit me up. Out of, Again, I didn't have, like I had like 3,000 followers on social media. I didn't have like a crazy social media following. I, there's no way that it's not correlated. Like I had never been yeah. contacted about a show in my life after I did so well on that. Literally all these shows. Big Brothers was one of them. Are you the one? And they're like Temptation Island and like another whatever one. And both Are You the One and Big Brother, their finals were like the same week. And I just like fucking rolled the dice and went with Big Brother. And I was like, yeah, whatever. I was like, this seems cool. And I kept like I didn't want to go on Big Brother. I'd never watched the show. I didn't know what it was. They were just like, dude, it's you can make a half a million dollars for three months of work. I was like, done. All I got to do is manipulate these fucking nerds. <laughs> Easy. I was like, give me the money now. I was like, I get to work out, hang out, and hit on bitches all day. <laughs> and, and, and you're going to give me a half a million dollars? I was like, give me the money already. So then I did it, and it went well. Yeah. I was like, fuck it. I'll do this one. So, um, sorry to interrupt, but I don't know if you're getting to this part, but have you been in contact with that girl? Oh, no, never. No, I've never spoke to her ever since. Oh, yeah. wow. No, we never, ever spoke again. Bro, she I must just... have saw you on TV and been like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, o- the only thing I heard... So, obviously, like, when I went in the house and I had no contact and no phone, the whole time, I'm like, holy shit, like, am I going to get, like, a crazy message? Like, the whole time, I'm, like, thinking, like, is she going to reach out? Like, what am I... What message am I waiting for on my phone? I never got that message, but... I do remember like one of my best friends being like her and her friends were talking so much shit on the internet when I went on. Oh like, like God. they were just like, Oh, what an idiot. And then I did really well. And they really like hushed up. Fuck man. That's crazy. Girls will make you do crazy shit. Yeah. I mean, dude, for, like for real. I, I mean, the best prerequisite you could take is getting your heart shattered. A hundred percent. Yeah. That's what happened to me when I, my fucking girlfriend of four years broke up with me when I was 18 That's and I, I couldn't work harder. I could not work harder like these ne- those next few years after she broke over. That's literally exactly what happened to me. It was like, all right, I'm gonna get fucking jacked and I'm gonna get on TV. Yeah, and, <laughs> and that was literally what fucking happened. It worked that's like so funny. That's like I like and I did the work. It wasn't just like okay, work out hard. Like like there's so much more that goes into working out. Yeah, and like research. Like I was up. Like I spent my nights like reading and watching YouTube and like just like learning the science behind it. Yeah, wow, that's crazy, man. Thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, dude, honestly. It. Thanks for having me. I, yeah. I always have fun hanging with you guys. Thanks Where can people stories. find you? Brett W. Robinson, Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok. My YouTube's not 
that cool, but you can follow me there too if you want. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Cool. All thanks right, for coming yo. by, Brett. Yeah. Thanks, thanks guys. Dude. See ya. Lightweights. Out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.